Do you feel like you need God's encouragement and wisdom throughout the week to take hold of His promise to fly like an eagle? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Eagles on the Hill. Let's join our host, Pastor Jeff Scheich. Hey, people, I am your host, Pastor Jeff Scheich. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the podcast. We want to encourage you to search for Eagles on the Hill on YouTube and hit the subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner. And you can follow us wherever you listen to podcasts, actually. Follow us as we together follow Jesus and draw strength from him to fly like an eagle. This is the second of a three-part series called MAP, Manuscripts, Archaeology, and Prophecy. Three different ways uh, for us to have in our minds as we seek to make a defense when the time comes for the hope that is in us. The Scripture tells us we should be ready to do that at any moment, to be able to defend why it is we believe what we believe. And obviously, we believe things by faith, but it's not as if our faith has no evidence at all. And so in our previous podcast of MAP, we dealt with manuscripts and the evidences of the manuscripts that encourage us, uh, that strengthen us to put our faith in Jesus. So this session is going to talk about archaeology. And I want to go through five archaeological finds in the last hundred years, actually uh, less than that, uh, that really impact our faith and have impacted the way scholars look at Scripture. And then we'll talk at the end about uh, some other uh, places that have been identified, things that have been found that encourage us to believe in Jesus. So let's get started. Uh, back in 1961, there was, uh, before 1961, there was a belief that among many so-called scholars that Pontius Pilate did not really exist. There was no evidence of Pontius Pilate's existence outside of Scripture. And so, you know, people latched onto that and said, well, then he never really existed. The Bible made him up and all of that stuff until 1961. In 1961, in the uh, city of Caesarea Maritime, so that's Caesarea on the coast of the Mediterranean, a city built by Herod the Great, as that city was being dug out, archaeologically, they found this stone. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see this stone. And uh, on this stone, is a, it's an engraving that was done on behalf of Pontius Pilate as Pontius Pilate was dedicating uh, this building to Tiberius Caesar. And so there it is, uh, right in the middle, the second line of this stone, Pilatus, Pontius Pilate. And uh, suddenly, all the uh, so-called scholars had to uh, put up or shut up, and they had to shut up. There was now archaeological evidence that Pontius Pilate exists. So you just don't hear that much anymore. Great piece of evidence from Caesarea Maritime. In addition, in 1968, and we're going to go through these five in the order they were discovered, not necessarily in the order we should find, you know, talk about them in Scripture, but the order they were discovered. In 1968, in Jerusalem, this was discovered. And if you're looking at it on the screen, you say, well, what is that? Well, this is a heel bone with a nail through it. And the nail is bent at the end, apparently it was bent as it was driven through this guy's leg, and driven through his heel specifically. And so they were unable to get the nail back out of the wood and the leg, the heel, to use it again. And so they just left it there. The wood rotted away and the bone is still there. It's from a guy named Johanan ben Gilgal. And uh, he lived apparently in Jerusalem and died there. It's when they live and die and rise again that the problem comes in, right? Jesus rose again, but this guy stayed dead. And so, uh, but what is this evidence of? It's evidence 
that nails were used in the crucifixion of people. Well, prior to 1968, you know, there was no archaeological evidence of that. And so people said, well, how could they have nailed Jesus to the cross? The Bible obviously is wrong, blah, blah, blah. Well, that ended in 1968 with the archaeological evidence that indeed this guy was nailed to a cross. And you can see the nail bone, the nail going right through his bone uh, into his heel and uh, into the cross. And so apparently this guy's feet were on both sides of the, uh, the wooden cross and the nails were then driven one through each heel bone. So there you have it, crucifixion with nailing. Now there's no more talk about whether that actually happened or not. How about this, 1990, this burial box was discovered in Jerusalem. It's a very ornate burial box, an ossuary. And uh, well, whose name is on the side of this burial box, this ossuary? Caiaphas. Turns out that the high priest who condemned Jesus to death, we have now found the box in which his bones were buried. How amazing is that? Guess what? Nobody's ever found the box where Jesus' bones were buried. Let me think why. Hmm, I don't think we're ever going to find that box because Christ is risen. But we do have the box in which Caiaphas, the high priest's bones, were buried. Pretty cool find, archaeologically. And so uh, there you have it. And you can get within two feet of this box in the Jerusalem Museum, as you can with these other things we've seen so far. It's amazing. <clears throat> All right, let's keep going. 1993, Intel Dan. Dan was a city in northern Israel many years ago. And um, as Dan was um, being dug up archaeologically, they found this stone. Well, what is this? Well, I'll tell you what it is. For, again, a century or so, critics have been saying, so-called scholars, we don't know if King David ever existed because there's no archaeological evidence. The name David, you know, there's no receipts from his latest trip to Wendy's or whatever that says David was here and uh, he bought this with his visa card. You know, there's no nothing about lots of finds that were from the time when David supposedly was king, but nothing with the name David on it. Well, guess what? Intel Dan. Now, this is from uh, years after David, but on this, on this a stone is inscribed Hebrew writing. And what's highlighted for you are the words House of David. In other words, it's talking about the kings that reigned in the line of David, in the kingly line of David, House of David. So, since 1993, nobody's argued anymore that David didn't exist. How about that? Got one more for you. Uh, we'll show you this one here. This was found in 2007. So we're getting closer and closer to today. 2007 at the Herodium, which is the uh, the mountain that King Herod, the guy who killed the baby boys in Bethlehem uh, in uh, the book of Matthew. Again, what evidence? There's a lot of evidence for Herod. Nobody doubts that Herod exists because he was known in ancient times as Herod the Builder. He built all kinds of things, including this mountain that uh, upon which uh, he was buried. But nobody had ever found his burial box, his sarcophagus. And so until 2007, and they've been looking, 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 and there it was, 
the burial box of King Herod. How about that? So you got the burial box of King Herod. You got the ossuary where Caiaphas's bones were found. But of course, as we said, no burial place, no burial box, no ossuary for Jesus because Christ is risen. All right. Now, what do we have about Jesus? There's nothing in that list specifically about Jesus. And indeed, there's nothing specifically that is 100%, which is what I'm sharing with you. These five things are 10 out of 10, 100% proving certain things. We don't have the burial box of Jesus, right? We're never going to have that. Jesus lived at a time when they wrote on parchment. We're not going to have anything he wrote, uh, those sorts of things. We're not going to have any of his clothing. Um, so what do we have that gives us an indication that Jesus was real, that the stories, the accounts in the New Testament are real? Well, here are some of the things that they've discovered. The Pool of Siloam, right about a little ways south of the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. The Pool of Siloam, John chapter 9. Jesus was at the Pool of Siloam many, many times, including John 9. It's been uncovered. In fact, in 2023, they are currently digging up more of the Pool of Siloam. Uh, how cool is that? The Pool of Bethesda, where Jesus was in John chapter 5, that's also been discovered, been known about for many, many, many years, actually. Nazareth, uh, the well where Jesus, the well of the town where Jesus lived, a small little village, has been discovered. That's been known for many, many, many years, actually. Capernaum, the city where Jesus uh, lived for the first uh, two years of his public ministry, has been uncovered. In fact, we can find uh, Simon Peter's house where Peter's mother-in-law lived and was healed. The synagogue where Jesus taught in Capernaum, all have been uncovered. Jesus' name is not on the side of the synagogue, and so I didn't include it in these list of five things. But it is a 9.999 out of 10, all right? Magdala has been uncovered just recently, just in the last 15 years. The city of Magdala has been uncovered, where, of course, Mary Magdalene was from. Caesarea Philippi, where Jesus went with his disciples and he asked them, who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter made his great confession of faith. You are the Christ, the Son of God. Caesarea Philippi, different than Caesarea Maritime, Caesarea Philippi has been discovered, uncovered, dug out. Lazarus's tomb in Bethany has been uncovered. In fact, has been known about for many, many, many years. Of course, we know where the Mount of Olives is, the Garden of Gethsemane, the Sea of Galilee, uh, evidences, very early evidences within a hundred years for Jesus' death and resurrection, the place of his tomb, all of those things. Um, so many details from the New Testament have been confirmed by archaeology. In fact, we should know this, that there's nothing in the scriptures that has ever been uh, proven wrong by archaeology. So there you have it. Um, archaeological evidence for the Bible and its truthfulness, its accuracy, and for Jesus himself. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Uh, my hope and prayer is that it was a strength and an encouragement for your faith and gives you something to share with friends as to why you believe what you believe. Email us at eaglesonthehill211 at gmail.com. That's all one word, eaglesonthehill211 at gmail.com. No spaces, dots, dashes, underscores there. Remember, as we close, that those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength and fly on wings like eagles. So grab hold of that promise of God. It is a promise of God for you today. Thanks for listening.